Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to They Talk A Good Game. My name is Harvey, joined by Lockie. Shing! Shing! <laughs> clink! Clink! Is this your knight's impression? It's a sword fight, because I'm a knight. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, excellent. It is time yeah. for our Knights season review in these off-season specials. A yeah. lot to talk about with this club, a lot of speculation in the media at the moment. Yes, yes. But let's, let's focus first on their 2021 season. What did you think? Um, I don't even know what to think. I don't even know how they ended up finishing seventh. Like, I... I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have considered them to be in the top half most impressive teams in the competition, and they mm. came home they came home with a bit of a wet sail uh, as Kalen Ponga came back into the team, and Mitch Pearce and Ponga's kind of combination <laughs> finally was able to be put to use right at the end. But um, yeah, they sort of I feel like they just what were good enough to hang in the middle for most of the season, and then just at the end they went on a bit of a streak to to get them into seventh. Yeah, I mean they're they're a pretty consistent side. Um, like across the park, their players are all you don't see many David Fafida type players who can give you match winning performances, but also um, you know sort of be anonymous throughout the game. Mm. I think they were benefit they benefited from the Sharks changing coach and you know um, struggling a little bit, although still being impressive. Certainly the Raiders were a top eight side. Um, if things didn't go against them this year. So they sort of snuck in there. Mm. But they did solidly without being, you know, overly impressive. They didn't set the world alight. No. I think when Pierce and Ponga were out there together, they were significantly better because when it's only one of them, I think their attack becomes really predictable and that that all their attack's going to run through either of them. Mm. Um, their forward pack is you know, consistent and strong. They get a lot of leadership from there. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's hard to sort of criticize them, mm. but it's hard to see how they're going to take that next step forward and become top four or premiership contenders. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. They're a tough one to put my finger on kind of going into next year as well, especially with the speculation around Mitchell Pierce. We don't mm-hmm. know what their halfback situation is going to be. But it feels like the last three years, going into every season, there's been something about Mitchell Pierce. You know, he's not going to be there next year, and then and then he ends up being there, and then he ends up being their captain still, or whatever, you know. like yeah. um, So I, it's hard to even believe if he will go anywhere because he's still contracted, I don't know. Um, although apparently now he has asked for a release to try and sign with uh, like Catalans over yeah, in the Super I, League. My, my gut feeling is that he'll go. I think yeah. while the like Knights want to play will. hardball to keep him, and he is, you know, if you're looking at all the playmakers on the market, if you put his name in that list, he probably tops them all. Mm. But given the fact that, you know, we're looking at last offseason, he had the issue with the staffer and he got sucked from the leadership group and um, 
those, those things. He's on a lot of money, and as well, while they want to keep him, I think they'll potentially take the opportunity to to move on and um, yeah, try and make a better side without him. Mm. He is going to be a big loss for them. That's that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough one. Yeah, and do it's... you think that um, Ponga has lived up to the hype of his or the expectation that he's been, you know, sort of been given since his move down to the Knights? Well, Ponga is one of these players that's never going to live up to the expectation that was that was given to them because the expectation was unrealistic. Like, yeah, I mean, but he's delivered more so than a lot of players who get that that sort of expectation mm-hmm. put on them. He's done. He's 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 been he's been electric. Um, but it, I, I wouldn't say that he's, you know, he's not a Tommy Turbo type. He can't carry the Knights on his back and and um, and get him get him wins on his own. He still needs that support around him. He's, you know, he's yeah, he's a he's a flamboyant player, but it's not it's not it's not what's going to be the difference in them winning and losing games. And especially now next year, I just start to think that if they lose Pierce, they've already mm-hmm. lost Connor Watson. It feels like Ponga. Went down to nights, you know, had all his mates. They were just loving, loving life and footy together. And now that all of his mates are leaving, and it's like, I, I and I don't think that's going to be. I don't think that's going to be good for Kalen Ponga, uh, mm. mentally or like off the field. I think, you know, I yeah, I just think he'll he'll yeah. there'll be more things that disgruntle him, whether it's you know coaching or whatever that I don't think would have existed before because he had. You know, yeah, obviously, obviously there are so many question marks over over their spine next year with this Pierce question. Mm. Um, I think losing Connor Watson is a is a bigger loss than they sort of uh, might think at the moment. He was one of those few players that provided that X factor and spark and attack aside from Pierce and Ponga. Mm. Um, so if they lose both or two of those three this year, the pressure's all going to be on Ponga, whether he moves into the halves or not. Um, is another question that we could look at. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, yeah, depends. I, I still think his best position is fullback. I agree. I, I, yeah. I don't think he is a, a five eighth. Not yet. Um, no, not. I don't think ever. I, I just yeah. I think keep. He should be a fullback. His whole yeah, career. Yeah, he, he's the type of player that is so damaging, and but not just with. He doesn't. It's not just when he gets the ball in hand. He needs the ball in hand and half an inch of space. You know, mm. he needs half a yard to work his magic. Yeah. He can't face a flat defensive line in the middle of the park and do something special. No. Um, he needs to be playing out wider on the edges. Um, and for that reason, I think, yeah, fullback. Even if he was even him. if he was five eight, I'd be using him like a fullback anyway, like constantly second receiver. Like he I don't think he's a first receiver type no, player. So no. if if but the only way, you know, I feel like Mitchell Pierce is one of the only sort of options for them at halfback where Ponga could play six because Pierce could just be like a seven that's around the field, like everywhere, playing yeah. first receiver, getting the ball out to Ponga. Whereas if they have to go for a young halfback or if they have to, you know, get someone in who's not as experienced uh, mm-hmm. as, as a Pierce type player, then there's no way I'd play Ponga at 5'8 because it would put so much more pressure on him to to do the playmaking. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Let's look um, at their ladder quickly, just before we jump mm-hmm. into the fan questions from this year. After five rounds, they were ninth. After 15 rounds, they were 10th. And then to finish the season, they come seventh. So it was that, like we said, they hung in the middle and then made, yeah, a, bit a, a, made a bit of a run. Yeah, they're a consistent mid-table side. They're, yeah. they're, they're never going to, you know, 
they're past the days of being the wooden spooners. They're certainly no. <laughs> better than that. Yeah. Um, but you never thought they were going to make top four or anything. Top eight, maybe. Mm. They managed it this year. They'll be in the conversation next year, you'd imagine. But yeah, it'll be interesting. It will be. Uh, let's jump into some fan questions if you're ready, Harvey. Yeah. Shall we? Let's do it. Um, this is a bit of a savage one, a bit of a savage question from Hulk Hogan official. Are they the most boring team to watch? The few games of theirs I've seen, I say yes. That's the opinion of Hulk underscore Hogan underscore official. Well, I think most I think boring <laughs> are they? It's quite a harsh question. Yeah. It obviously, um, depends on what games you're watching, what you want to see in a footy match. Mm. I, I don't think they're the flashiest side. No. So I'm not going to say that they're the most exciting team to watch. I think the way that their roster is lined up is that they do try and win through their forward pack yeah, and dominate that arm wrestle. And then they've got the players on the back of it, which is Pierce's kicking game and game management and Ponga's just all-round X factor along with players like Bradman Best and things like that who mm. um, can exploit you know, tired forwards. So I, I think maybe the way that they're playing sets them up for uh, quote unquote boring <laughs> style of footy. Well, the fact that they missed Ponga for a lot of this year, I feel like he's they rely on him as their draw card, and mm-hmm. he makes a world of difference when he's in the team. They suddenly become quite exciting, especially with Pierce and Watson that combination. Um, but but yeah, the fact that he missed so much of the season, they're they're their way of winning is through their forward pack and through their defense. And it feels yeah. like that's also the Adam O'Brien coaching method is very, mm-hmm. it's, he's not, he's not there to, to, for excitement or entertainment. He's there to, to win the game by any means yeah, necessary. It feels like they play quite a formulated approach, you know, they yeah. play the percentage game. Um, yeah. And yeah, so it's, it's your opinion if you think they're the most boring. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's all, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, I've never really thought about who's the most boring team. I, I was just thinking through that, and I think it might this year it might have been the Bulldogs, given well, the fact yeah. that you you turn them on and they they're, they're going to lose by fifty most weeks. That's true. Next year, though, I would argue that they were going to be one of the most exciting teams to watch. That's so right. maybe the Knights will take that mantle next year. We can we can ask this question again <laughs> in a year's time. Yeah, we can do that. Um, Joshua Samuels eight asks. Is Ponga a top five fullback? Top five in, in the game. In the comp? In the comp, yeah. yeah. No, we're not in the Knights. You'd hope he's in the top five. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the comp, um, I have to think about... I, well, I, I'd probably Tedesco, say, off the top of my head, I'd say no. I'd say no. Well, I was going to run through it. Sorry, you Tedesco go. Tedesco and Tomming. Yep, they'd be like, top two. Top two. Then you've got a player, probably like Pappenhausen or Latrell. I put Latrell in there. Yeah. Um, he could be. He could sneak in at five. I'd say, I'd say he's four or five. Yeah, he could be four or five. Actually, I would have had Roger above him if he's still around. But he's um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if they're actually. You're right. Come to think of it, who else we got? Because you'd have if you call Brimson a, a fullback, you'd probably take Ponger over Brimson. Mm. Will mm. Kennedy, Clint like Gutherson, Dylan Edwards. Clint Gutherson. Mm, I'd take Ponger over yeah. all of them. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, right. I yes. I think he is, but not not a top three, a top five. Yeah, not top three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> would you, okay, 
Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'd put Pappenhausen and Latrell both above him, and then I'd probably sneak him in at five. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I mean, it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, right. Okay. <laughs> um, Hulk Hogan official, who is the same person who accused the Knights of being boring, has mm. asked, of this year's top eight, do you think they're the most likely to miss out next year? Yes. Same. Definitely. I think Well, I think it's between them and the Titans. Yeah, but I'll put them um, I'll say that Titans are more likely to make finals next year than the Knights are. I'll say yeah. that. So I'll agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well that that pretty much sums it up for the reasons we've been talking about, <laughs> I think. Anyway. Yeah. Um Dildo underscore Baggins fourteen asks, Can the Knights still make the eight without Connor Watson? Well, um, I think if they lose Watson and they lose Pierce, Pierce yeah. I don't think they can. No. No. But losing Watson alone and keeping Pierce? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one to it's answer. A tough one to um, answer. I, I don't see them making the eight next year in general. Yeah, exactly. It's kind I of for I the same reason, same reason that in our Titans review that I said that I don't see them making the eight. Not necessarily because I see them being a lot worse just because there are a number of teams on the rise next year. Yeah. Like, you know, Bulldogs, Sharks, Raiders all missed out this year and I see them all making it. Bulldogs maybe, but I see Sharks and Raiders definitely making the eight next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the spots are limited. And so a couple of teams have to drop out. There are a few teams in the comp that will probably make the eight every year. And so mm-hmm. there's only a certain number of spots available and these are the ones that are, and I see them, yeah, they fluctuate. Yeah, I think in fairness to Connor Watson, if they don't make the eight, it won't be because he left. Mm. It, it will be because of a lot of other reasons. Yeah. Um, we've already come to our final night's question from the fans from Kobe Naley, um, who just asks, halves, mine, mm. are Clifford and Kloon. Jake yeah, so they've got Adam Clune. Adam Clune coming up from the Dragons, who yeah. has been, you know, um, he, he's an NRL standard player when he's got his chance. Yeah. Is he an adequate replacement for Mitchell Pierce? Maybe not. I don't I think, think so. I think Jake Clifford is locked in. Yeah. Um, and, but Jake Clifford as well, I I don't think he's necessarily going to be the answer for them. Well, uh, I, I think he's still got a lot to prove yeah i think if they lose pierce i wouldn't be surprised if they moved 
at Kurt Mann into halves playing at five eighths. Could he do. Has played a lot of positions. Keep Ponger at fullback, Clifford and Mann in there with mm-hmm. um obviously Braley as their hooker. Yeah. I think that's probably their best option, unless they lose Pierce and they go to market. Um, which I know there's, there's lots of talks about Brooks. Yeah, there is there is there. there are rumors about Luke Brooks potentially going up, which I think would be a great, great situation for both Luke for the, Brooks. For the Tigers. It'd be a great situation for Luke Brooks and for the Tigers. Don't know about the Knights. Um but to be fair, if they do lose Mitch Pierce, uh, and 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 if they're looking at Clune and Clifford, I think getting someone like Brooks would not be the worst thing ever, especially if they can get a cut price deal. Um, you know, I'd agree. I, yeah. I think that Brooks, the Knights are one of few clubs where I could see Brooks landing and being effective, uh, like, like help, fairly helpful, successful. helpful. Yeah, yeah, actually helpful um, to the cause. You know, I think playing behind a forward pack like theirs and playing in a system like theirs will be really, really helpful for them. Yeah, and also him. Brooks played his best footy um, when he had when he had his combination with James Tedesco at fullback and having a fast, exciting fullback like Kalen Ponga could be really good for him. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of, you know, in the background hoping that that happens for both, for the sake of everyone, not just because I want to just get rid of Brooks, but he needs a fresh start. Tigers need some a fresh start, really, and a bit of salary cap relief. And yeah. the Knights need a halfback. So literally everyone involved is is benefiting from from that potential situation. Yeah, well, yeah. If that if that's the case, um, who would you have partnering Brooks at halfback if <sighs> Pierce goes? I'd probably put, I'd probably put Clune there. Um, Clifford, uh, yeah. I I would take a little bit of depend on how they start the season. Really, yeah, sure. How they go. I think Kurt Mann's the best shout for them, but that's his true. value is um, might. You know, he might play in the centres. He might play as their fourteen. Mm. Um, he could even move into that lock role, but I'm not sure. Yeah, and he might spend some time at fullback with mm-hmm. if Ponga gets injured. Um, that's for sure, or something like that. Let's, uh, yeah, that's it for the fan question. So let's have a look All at right. the team nucleus. Yeah, so players. players signed for three years or more. Um, they've got a couple of long-term deals here. So for five years, they've got uh, Daniel Saifidi. He's obviously Good. massively impressive and important for them, Good. along with Jaden Braley for four years. Good. So that's their co-captains signed up long-term. And then for the next three years, they've got Bradman Best, Dane Gagai, who's returning, mm. uh, Jacob Saifidi, and Ponga has one more year on his deal, but he does have two years of player options. For two years of player options for Ponga. 2023, 2024. I wonder if he'll so, take him up. I think he'll... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Look, it, it depends mm. on who comes in for Pierce. If that happens, depends where they finish up this year. Ponga with those player options for 2023. Ponga could be an option for the Dolphins. They're looking for Queenslanders. I'd almost say he is the... like. The man to the, get. Yeah, he's the yeah. closest and most achievable marquee signing yeah. for the Dolphins. Um, players like Munster, Grant, Marnie, they're all going to be up for grabs and a lot of clubs are going to be in for them. Well, a lot of clubs will come in for Ponga if he declares himself available and not taking up those options. I think a return to Queensland and a return to 
well, a, a start with the Dolphins and with Bennett would be ideal. I agree. I think, I think once again, I think the Knights not working harder to keep Connor Watson is really going to hurt them because, you, I mean, you just see that how close Ponger and Watson are. I feel like it, them together would be a big reason why they were both staying at the club. And then, yeah. you know, you've, you've, you've taken away one of the reasons that he had to stay, you know, aside from footy and aside from money, but, you know, from a, just like a, a life happiness perspective. Like I think mm-hmm. you, you wanted to treat those two as a bit of a package deal and they've not done that and it's going to hurt them. I predict yeah, that Connor will be so. at the Dolphins. I'm going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> How bold. Bold. Um, another yeah. name that we haven't touched on too much was Bradman Best. He's shown a lot of potential, but he's had a few injuries. How, how high do you think his ceiling is? Oh, he's, yeah, he's obviously an, an out of this world. Like he's, 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 he's different, you know, he's unique. He's, mm-hmm. he's not, he, he he's doesn't, he's not built like a normal person. He's just, <laughs> he's solid. He's fast. He's all of these things. So yeah. if he keeps his head down he keeps working hard and he doesn't get lazy just because of his raw talent, then, you know, Blues, Australia, I think he can do it all. Um, yeah. Well, he'll have a good mentor in Dan Gagai. Um, yes, he will. to the club. Yeah. So Strong centre pairing some, next year. Absolutely. They, they could look to exploit that. Um, do you think Dan Gagai is a good move returning up to Newcastle? Yeah, I do. I think in his last couple of years with Souths, he started playing his best footy at club level as opposed to state of origin level like he always used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's coming back to the Knights a different player than he was when he left, you know. He's more mature. He's going to be that experienced centre as opposed to a young, exciting kid yeah. on the scene. And, yeah, as you said, as a mentor for best, perfect, perfect. You know, someone who's come through the Knights system and knows what it's all about. I think it's great. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm excited to see him back in a, in a Knights jersey. I'm sure all their fans are yeah. as well. Yeah. So where do you think they'll end up? Where do I see the Knights ending up? I think they'll miss the top eight. Um, but I don't see them having a f- massive, like a horrendous fall that would see them in the bottom four or something. I'm going to put them 11th. I'll put the Knights mm. yeah, somewhere in that middle, middle bottom eight. But on the, I was on thinking the 11th as well, so I'll probably lock that in cool. too. Cool. I just think that they're if they lose Pierce, and even if they get someone like Brooks or another, you know, fairly experienced NRL halfback to mm. come in, I just I still don't know whether the combination is going to be as strong as the Pierce Ponger one. Mm. As we've touched on, Watson's a big loss for them. If Ponger knows that he's got player options for 2023 and beyond, it'd be interesting to see how committed he is if they get off to a slow start um he might start looking to the future but like you they're not going to be bottom four their forward pack's too good um and yeah they've they've got the x factor when when they're fit to yeah challenge anyone really but you might have to see some uh, coaching development from adam o'brien who's been strong but not Mm. amazing Mm. so maybe he'll have to mix things up or obviously make the right call with the halves and and that's fine to get the best out of his players. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, mm. you know, yeah. It, once again, tough one to put your finger on the nights, but yeah, they're a bit of an enigma this side doing the, this review. It's tough to single out where their issues lie or where mm. their strengths are. I mean, 
their forward pack and leadership there is is pretty clear. But other than that, how do they take that next step forward when it looks like their roster is or their spine is, you know, got a lot of question marks around it. That's right. It looks like they're probably closer to taking a step backwards than they are a step forwards at, at this point. But, you know, they could have a dramatic offseason. Pierce goes, Brooks in, those types of changes. Anything could happen. Anything could happen until, you know, until we meet again. Newcastle mm. and the Knights fans and to Harvey. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>